0: Psychology of Darshanamala, Bhāna Darshanam, verse 1. Antar bahirvad āsīnam sadā brahmara chanchanam bhānam duvidhaiva samānyam Visheshaiti Vidyate Present within as without, constantly fluttering like a bee. Awareness is divided into just two kinds, generic and specific. Word meaning āsīnam, present, antaha, within, Bahirvat as without. Sada, constantly. Brahmara-chanchalam, fluttering like a bee. Bhānam, awareness. Bhidyate, is divided. Dvidhā, eva, iti, into just two kinds. Samānyam, generic, visesha, specific. After wading through some of the intricacies of the diverse aspects of Maya, we closed the previous chapter on the happy note that the key to the enigma of Maya be found in the Bhana darshana. In the general introduction to this darshana we located the four limits of human experience which are interpreted basically in terms of varying states of awareness. The best German idealist who categorically declares that the world is an idea and the Vedantin, who agrees with him that everything is created by the mind will both give up their reasoning fantasizing and philosophizing when the German is interned in his graveyard and the Vedantin is cremated or immersed in the holy river Ganges with a big stone tied around his waist. The gray matter of the brain conceals in it many secrets which neither the biochemist nor the psychologist know anything about. One thing is certain that a well-organized physiochemical system should be there to produce psychophysical and psychobiochemical phenomena. At, we do not at this stage wish to raise argumentation to support either of the following propositions. One, that consciousness is an epiphenomenon produced by the molecular functioning of organized matter. This is the materialist view. Two, that the molecular organization is itself the result of a program created by the primary intelligence of the ever-individuating consciousness to produce the kind of awareness it desires to achieve its end. What we can say is that we have made our own body a holistic system, thereby enabling us to think, move, feel, judge and evaluate. And in doing so, we have drawn a line of demarcation between the outer and the inner. The most easily Perceptible aspect of this line is our own body outline. It may sound very simple to say that awareness is within the body and the objects of perception are outside it. But this is not true, in fact. The boundary of the outer and inner aspects of consciousness is as unstable and hard to define as many politically oriented geographical boundaries On many occasions even the best minds cannot distinguish between what is seen as outer and inner. If a certain man is told that by the will of a deceased person he has inherited properties in another country or some place that he has never seen, and if he is also told that a person totally unknown to him is going to snatch away his rightful inheritance, He may become quite upset and even go to the extent of signing a power of attorney in favor of a solicitor in that unknown country. In such a situation, the man looks at the place and people involved as factual units existing in his external world. It is not difficult to see that all these are fabrications created by the power of composition of his own mind and then projected onto an externality, which is as mythical as the place and persons he created. In the same manner an actual person who is perceived, listened to and directly transacted with can become part of one's own psyche. Thus a number of experiences connected with the external person are experienced as alchemic changes happening within oneself. At the very outset the Guru wants to caution us about this difficulty in discerning the placement of awareness as either internal or external, because of a dynamic movement which marks the main characteristics of consciousness. This is the pulsation of awareness as it alternates between the subject and the object in a centripetal and centrifugal movement. This pulsation of consciousness is so rapid that the Guru uses the analogy of the fluttering of the wings of a bee The analogy is very apt. As a bee moves from flower to flower, so does awareness move from one interest to another. Even when the bee settles on one flower to extract the pollen, its wings continue to move with the utmost rapidity, so fast that we cannot fix the location of the wings at any given point. The oscillation of awareness between subject and object and between all things within the sphere of consciousness hypothetically considered to be placed within and without, is also very rapid. If we take a coin between finger and thumb and spin it so that it rotates at great speed on its edge, we see the head and the tail at the same time. Our conscious experience is somewhat like the vision we have of the coin. In this study we should always bear in mind that the purpose of this book is to show us The path to the attainment of a constant state of happiness and how to ward off what is inimical to such a state. The duality of happiness and unhappiness is to be thought of as arising from a more basic duality which causes the bifurcation of consciousness into the inner and the outer. So far as what we experience as the inner is concerned, we tend to close it off as much as possible and to see it as a kind of secure haven. When things go badly for us in the world, this inner haven is like a shell into which we can crawl to reassure ourselves and recuperate. As Freud puts it, it is the womb of the mother into which we can withdraw. The notion of the external is oversimplified, either as what is experienced as being external to the physical body, or as what is outside the personal interest, termed by existential psychologists as the ego boundary. Problems creep into our daily life when what is termed external is both seen and confronted as being alien to us, bringing us to our wits end. From there, either the door of the internal can be hospitably opened to the alien to make him a friend, or a passage can be found into the alien so that he or it will cease to be an external factor. If we look at the data presented from this angle, we understand the relevancy of knowing the inner and outer worlds. The effacement of the duality cannot be effected until one discovers the false criterion adopted to make this dichotomy. Narayanu Guru also turns our attention towards two other factors, both of which can cause a qualitative difference in our reactions to all the eventualities of life to which we are exposed. The general nature of consciousness and its specific modulations, that is, the Samanya and Vishesha. What is specific cannot find its place without sharing the quality of the generic. The generic may be understood as an inductive process of grouping the qualitative sameness of many specific modulations of consciousness, all of which are held together by an inherent homogeneity. A newspaper report of the sudden death of a million people as the result of an unexpected earthquake has not the dynamism to knock us off balance. For many it may be no more than an interesting conversation piece at the breakfast table though some might feel vaguely sad or sympathetic. A death in one's family is an altogether different matter. It is indeed specific and not at all something about which we can generalize. The death of a beloved person may break our heart and cause our soul to bleed for many days. So we can easily see that the two pairs of counterparts operating in consciousness, inner and outer, generic and specific, which interpret every experience to us and determine its very meaning and significance. The first verse of the Bhāna Darshana is given in the original text as a somewhat causal cataloging of the classifications, of the modulations, of awareness. But an earnest student wishing to use this wisdom text for his immediate guidance should ask himself why the Guru spoke of the external and internal and the generic and specific, even before going into an examination of the material of consciousness, such a critical approach will naturally turn the student to the need to look for the axiological importance of the present study.